what's up what's up awesome people i love you and i'm so thankful that you are on the have you heard podcast with me i'm emma may mcdaniel and friends i have my incredibly handsome husband on the podcast with me today we're going to be talking about first dates we're going to be talking about red flags all of those kinds of things and i think it'll be a really helpful and fun conversation so friends Mm -hmm. grab your headphones and let's get into the word welcome to the podcast josh thank you very much i'm glad i'm here i'm glad you're here too i'm really glad i feel like whenever we do q a's on instagram we often like will have people send in questions about like what's a great first date idea or what's like a favorite memory from whenever you guys were dating and i feel like i always say oh that's such a sweet question but we haven't ever like hopped on the podcast to talk about it so i thought this would be really fun before we get into that emma what made you smile today oh yes i know we're kind of like Um, in a midday right now whenever we're recording this but it's okay what made you smile this morning well okay one of the other days so guys my best friend like my roommate all throughout college she's getting married this weekend and i leave to go be with her and start all wedding festivities tomorrow and so i went and got my nails done today and i have just been looking forward to this wedding for so long and so i was just filled with a lot of joy getting my nails done and i love getting to go to the nail salon because you typically see the same people who work there every time that you go. So I just got to talk with the lady doing my nails, building a relationship with her, and that just made me really happy. That's real sweet. Yeah. That's real sweet. What made you smile today thus far? Thus far. Um, I believe I think the biggest thing that made me smile, there's a couple things. Aww. Um, but I think the biggest thing that made me smile was you showing me that where um our little baby girls uh, where you can see or feel her butt. <laughs> so Emma's like yeah. laying down and she got her little pregnant belly up and she's all cute and skinny. Um, and she's just pushing all over her and she's like, this is her butt. This is her head. All that sort of stuff. So it was really sweet. Yeah. yeah so Josh's sister is a nurse and she's been, she has three little babies. And I went on a walk with her yesterday. And after our walk, we walked to her house and I laid down on her her couch and she was like okay i'm gonna show you like this is how you find the top of your uterus and this is typically how you can spot out like where her booty is and where her head is and it it brought me so much joy i literally called josh on my walk back home i was like josh i cannot wait to show you (laughs) where her butt is that's awesome that's awesome so yeah that made me smile but i'm excited about this i think it's fun whenever whenever we hop on a podcast we uh we talk about a lot of different things we've done many different q a's Mm -hmm. uh talking from all over the board and so it is fun to talk about relationships um and talk about kind of first dates and kind of good questions to ask and good ideas to go on good date ideas and so i i know you were asking the question about kind of first date date ideas all that different stuff because we get that question all the time of like what what should i go on a date and one thing i loved whenever i mean we're still dating but whenever we were dating dating and uh is airbnb this is not sponsored by airbnb but (laughs) airbnb has a like 
adventure like outing kind of like kind of things that you can go and do and one time I went on Airbnb's little app and there was a baby goat farm that was right like near our college this is up in Virginia and we got to go and go to this little tiny little mom and pop farm and they got to bring out these like week old goats and so that was like a date idea and so something like that, it's like that. I look back at our, I look back at our like beginning time of dating, and that was a really sweet time. Yeah. Um, and it's a good date idea for you, for whoever's listening and thinking about fun dates to go on. Is Airbnb has some great little excursions type uh, deal that are fun and they're pretty cost effective too. Yeah. So they're not super expensive. I'm sure you could get expensive, but they're fun. So you should go look at that out if. And you may find some fun stuff in your hometown or or if you're somewhere else and you're looking for something to do. Yeah, that was so fun. Josh surprised me with that for my 21st birthday. And I just loved it. I will remember it forever. And For your 21st birthday. A lot of people do a lot of things for their 21st birthday. <laughs> I would too. <laughs> baby goats. Yeah. She didn't, she Whoa, didn't 21. Go, <laughs> yeah, she didn't want to go out late at night or anything like that. It's like, yeah, I'm going to go. Not really my speed. I'm going to go do some goats. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> yes. Um, but speaking of like being cost effective, I mean, we dated all throughout college. So So we were broke. I mean, just that you want to be wise with your money and I think something really sweet to remember is that an epic, really fun, memorable date doesn't have to empty your wallet. I some of my favorite memories from our date nights were as simple as driving off campus to go to Chick-fil-A, getting a Chick-fil-A cookie and ice cream, and then driving back on campus and just eating our cookie and talking about our day and literally kind of like this podcast asking each other like what made you smile today how are you doing like just hanging out mm-hmm. and also this was so much fun so while we were on campus we would our like the majority of our date nights were in the library not on studying, our college not campus studying, trust me. we that was not <laughs> we would like either go get pizza we would go get a chick-fil-a cookie and we would go find a spot in the library and we would either watch a movie if like i remember one time lsu was in the national championship and we were like okay it's game night we're going to the library <laughs> like and it sounds so simple but they're some of my favorite memories ever mm-hmm. and i will cherish them for so long and it's like it literally was just a box of pizza sitting in our college campus library it was, a, it was a nice library though it was, it was. It was nice so yeah. but yeah no it, it is sweet times to look back on those and just to kind of think of like hmm, it it won't ever be like that again mm-hmm. in college years eating pizza in a library i don't know if i'd ever go to our public library here and like hey let's go on a date i don't think i'd ever do that <laughs> yeah i think i think we can i think we can find something a little bit better than that but uh yeah i think that those are really sweet moments to kind of go look back at mm-hmm. um and really enjoy um, i remember too. like it, okay we started dating in november of 2018 and then my birthday's in march so when my birthday came along we had been dating for like four months so we were mm-hmm. still pretty fresh into it and my first birthday ever dating josh was so memorable i remember he had like 
something fun planned every single day, but it was always a surprise in a scavenger hunt kind of way where mm-hmm. I didn't know what was going to be done that given day, but it was always something fun. And I will never forget. It was like, it was one of our first arguments on like the first day yeah. of my birthday week because because I spent he, I spent so much time I, I was, was like so a hopeless invested, romantic so I like spent like two weeks planning this week one week out and so <laughs> and the first day it all just fell apart oh <laughs> no it didn't all fall apart but it was funny <laughs> so Sunday night we may have told like, the story maybe i don't i felt like we had but maybe we have but i remember sunday night he was like okay so before you go anywhere before you do anything tomorrow morning i need you to go to your dorm mailbox and look at what's in it before you go anywhere (laughs) and the next morning i was running late going to the gym with my friend and I was like oh Josh said I need to go to my mailbox but I'm running late so I'm just gonna go to the mailbox after the gym (laughs) and sure enough he had had it planned to where like there were people all throughout my day who were going to be giving me encouraging letters like just speaking life over me telling me like what I mean to them and the qualities they see in me and the letter that I was supposed to get in my mailbox was supposed to set the stage for the whole day Well, Josh comes to find out that I never like went to my mailbox until after I'm getting all of these letters. And he was like, Emma, you had one job. One job. (laughs) You had one job. I'm pretty sure I cried that day (laughs) because I felt so bad. (laughs) So funny. I I mean, I remember I was upset about it because it was so planned out. Yeah. At the end of it all, it's like, it's your birthday. We're celebrating you. Yeah. It's sweet. And we would later come to find out that like, I... I ran late to a lot of things. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this girl can't be on time. She'll be late to her own funeral. <laughs> so funny. But uh, yeah, that, yeah. That, that is really sweet. That mm-hmm. is really, that is sweet to think about and look back on. And it's funny because I know that it kind of the next kind of topic that we're wanting to really talk about is kind of red flags, first dates. How do you do this? What do you do? Like maybe mm-hmm. there's someone who just got out, asked out on a date or maybe you haven't been asked out on a date and that's okay but you're just kind of planning for the future or whatever mm-hmm. so emma like what are like some good questions to to ask a guy to ask a girl of like man i want to i want to get to know you but i want to i want to i want to do well in this first date time um and i'll just waste it and kind of get into it and think oh wow i did not know all these things about you yeah i love the idea of like having some questions prepped going into a first date because you do want to be intentional Mm -hmm. you don't like want to go crazy deep in every single question you're not interviewing (laughs) this person but in a way you are taking note of who they are and that means that you have to go beyond surface level Mm -hmm. um and i honestly felt like you did a really good job at that at one of our first like I guess you could say official dates where we knew we both liked each other and we were deciding if we were going to start like officially dating. Um, You asked me some questions that just really stuck with me and I felt like led to great conversations, (laughs) which is so funny because I like remember it so vividly, I guess because you were the one asking. Um, And, but Josh asked me questions like, who are your best friends or who is your best friend? Which 
really started a conversation of me talking about my best friend and why they were my best friend and how I had people in my life that I was arms linked with that I wasn't going about it alone that I which then led to talking about like how I had godly community surrounding me like that was important to me I had people Mm -hmm. holding me accountable asking me hard questions building me up I had people I was doing life with Mm -hmm. he asked me all the time what has the Lord been teaching you lately Mm-hmm. which then would compel us forward into having conversations about our personal walk with the Lord. Of like, Because then I would say, oh yeah, in the Word the other day, I was reading this psalm mm-hmm. whenever David said that I find joy when I'm with the Lord. Like, And so then I'm talking about my personal walk with mm-hmm. God and how I myself am intentionally seeking after him day after day Mm -hmm. and how I'm growing in him and I'm hearing his voice and I'm wanting to know him more. Um, And so I think, and I remember too, because one of our, the date I'm talking about like lasted Mm -hmm. five hours because we had so much fun together. We didn't want it to end. So we walked to Cracker Barrel and had like a late (laughs) supper at Cracker Barrel. And it was there at Cracker Barrel. He was like, so (laughs) tell me your story. Like when, when did you come to surrender to the Lord? When Mm -hmm. did Jesus become your Lord and your savior? So then I'm sharing my story with him of like, this is when I got saved and this is when my life changed. And so I think it's so sweet because we also talked about like, if you could have any superpower, what superpower would you have? Which you could never make a decision on. (laughs) so stupid. We also talked about like. You always know your superpower. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't know, but I was just indecisive. But we, we talked about like, what are fun traditions that you have with your family? And we goofed off and just talked about like the sunset. And like, so that's what I'm saying is it's not like this this interview, but as we like just hung out Mm -hmm. and we were also intentional in the questions that we asked, we got to know what Mm -hmm. mattered to us, what we valued, who we were doing life with, why Mm -hmm. we were living the way that we were living, Mm -hmm. our past that led us to be the person that we are today. Mm -hmm. And so I think those are really great questions. And it leads me to something that has been repeated on this podcast just over the last years that my one of my best friends, Millie, says is whenever you're going on a first date, sometimes you can be so anxious and preoccupied with worrying about what are they thinking of me mm-hmm. and you get to the end of the day and you never even ask yourself what do i think of them yeah. <laughs> which it matters and so to go in with like these are some questions i would love to ask these are things i would love to take note of it helps you get out of that oh no what are they thinking of me mentality take a deep breath enjoy your time with them and really start to get to know them beyond just like hi i like your hat you know what i mean (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i think when it comes to first date questions i think your biggest ally or friend in those moments is asking very open-ended questions and what i mean by that is not yes or no questions like do you love christ yes that's good it's like Mm -hmm. ask very open-ended questions and this is this can this can help in a lot of different areas of life but this is something that i learned a lot in my counseling classes that i took is asking open-ended questions reveals a lot more than just a yes or a no It it shows you that but it shows you the why um and so it's asking yeah it's like who are your best friends it's they're gonna list them off of who are who are their best friends and 
and just be there listening. Be a, be a great listener. Ask deeper questions. Oh, why are they your best friend? Oh, what is this? How, how are you close with your parents? All the different stuff. That's mm-hmm. like asking very. Even though, are you close with your parents? Yes. No. That's a <laughs> close-ended question. But uh, um, asking open-ended questions can kind of lead to a deeper conversation into the subject itself. Right. And so maybe there's some subjects that you want to talk about on your first date. If that is. Um, someone's faith someone's family someone's friendship someone's um all those different areas um kind of where they're at kind of what their past is um now again i think something big is have fun on your first date don't be that person that's over there just pounding them with questions at the same time because that's that would be weird if emma was just had a laundry list of questions and i'm just sitting there being interviewed and i'm just trying to get to know her like I'm just trying to like I want to see if I if we click if we laugh if we, um, if we whatever, yeah. um, and so that's just something. Um, in your questions, ask open-ended questions. Ask good questions. Ask, ask dumb questions. Ask what your what if you could have any superpower? What would it be? <laughs> Do you like chocolate or vanilla? Like favorite type of ice cream? Whatever. Like ask yeah. those ask those dumb questions as well and have fun with it. I think first dates are so sweet because there's eventually that you'll have your last first date. Um, and, uh, that's a really sweet, really sweet thing to think about, um, even in that. Yeah. And I think that leads into, to questions we've had about like, what are things I should really look out for? What should put me on alert? What are some, as we all refer to it as red flags. Mm -hmm. And this is something I think at sometimes you can take note of them early on and other times they kind of pop up over time mm-hmm. um, because it's like the, there's, there's a reason you say a first date because mm-hmm. you can't get to know a person in its in, their entirety in one sitting. Like mm-hmm. me and Josh, we have been together for what, five years? Mm-hmm. Been married yeah. for two, like together before that for three. Like, and I'm still learning about who mm-hmm. he is. Um, but, I mean, we'll be learning about each other for the rest of our lives. But, which yeah. I love. Um, but whenever I do think about that specific question of what are red flags that I need to be aware of, one thing that I think immediately came to my mind is if that person does not honor your boundaries, then that is definitely a red flag. But I think also a red flag in that is if they don't have their own boundaries. Can you explain what you mean by boundaries? Is that just physical boundaries or what do you I mean? think I'm personally referring to physical boundaries. I think we could probably talk about other boundaries too. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying that from personal experience, I think because whenever Josh took me on a date and officially asked me to be his girlfriend, after he was like, will you be my girlfriend? I said, yes. He said, okay, so I just want you to know, like, these are my physical boundaries. And I... That just meant so much to me because, of course, I had my own boundaries of, like, what I had peace with and what I was confident about. But the fact that he had his, too. It wasn't Mm -hmm. just, oh, like, as the guy, I'm going to say, yeah, whatever your boundaries are, that's what we'll go with. But Mm -hmm. I don't have my own. You're basically setting the stage here. Mm -hmm. The fact that we both came in with convictions of, no, I've sought the Lord on this and this is what I have peace with. Mm -hmm. Like, that was a green flag to me. And so I feel like if that person is constantly trying to push me to settle Mm -hmm. on what I've said no to and they themselves don't have a standard of what is okay and what's not Mm -hmm. um then that's a big red flag to me yeah 
Yeah, I think one red flag that is probably expected for us to say, but is actually not a red flag that I would say, and I would take it deeper, is make hey, make sure that person's a Christian. Make sure mm-hmm. that, make sure they're a Christian. Make sure they love God. Like all that different stuff. I think that's a, that's a big like Christians like yeah. I mean, they need to love God. Well, I think the thing is, or they need to be a Christian. I think the thing is, is that a lot of times. I know plenty of Christians that actually don't live that out, that don't care about that, that don't actually practice that or, or yeah, that don't practice that um, mm-hmm. and really just don't care about their faith and that it's just kind of a, a name tag, but not really an identity. Um, and so in that, I think it's like finding somebody or seeing and asking questions and seeing how are they, are they living out their faith? Like, are they actually into a church? Are they, um, are they, do they have faith friends around them? Or are they just hanging out with people that they're just hanging out with? Um, and those things, I think that's, those are, those are key characteristics of living out faith, um, of church and fam- family and friends and an area around them. And then also how much is, is, is God a part of, or is Jesus a part of the conversations that he has with people? Mm-hmm. Um, is it only about X? conversation um because i think that's i think that's something that can be a telltale sign of a of a christian living out their faith Mm. um there are more to that and there are different things around that but in the way having a christian that lives out their faith in that and not trying to be like yeah but he's hot so I could I could change him like yeah but I love Christ so it's like I, it's a missionary dating or missionary whatever it's like it's that's that's that does that doesn't work because it's no. just as much as you think you're pulling him to Jesus he's also pulling you away um, and that is not that's not the type of relationship that uh, Christ talks about whenever he's talking about making disciples who make disciples he doesn't say all right everybody go and find a girlfriend and a boyfriend and then lead them to Christ and then marry them that's how that's how that's how everyone's gonna come to know my name um, no that's not if that's someone who you're talking to and you're seeing like you know what this is they're not really living out their faith well then encourage them to get in a body of believers um, to, to encourage and walk alongside them and you can walk alongside them, but not in a romantic dating relationship. That's, I don't, that's not the, the, the reason for the relationship because the really reason for a dating relationship is to be like, Hey, I'm looking for this to be like, I want to, I want to be married someday. And so this is an evaluation time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not of a, yeah, you'll get there one day. Well, one day you'll get there and, <laughs> Hopefully you'll be married um, in the dating relationship, but I think that's something very, very big and very common to see, but I think it's deeper than just make sure they're Christian. It goes back to what you were saying regarding open-ended questions, Mm -hmm. not just leaving it at yes, but what does your walk with him look like? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, What are you learning? Right. Because they may say, oh, I'm learning john three sixteen, whatever it's like that's okay that's cool i'm glad i'm glad you're reading the verse of the day but are you actually getting deeper in the word yeah um so. yeah and whenever you were talking about just their community and who like we a few months ago did a whole series on psalm one and the one whole part of that series was psalm one friends like who mm-hmm. are their people and that leads me to another red flag is are there like trusted people who know that person well and they don't speak highly of that person? Mm-hmm. They're like letting you know, hey, his 
this person's reputation is not honorable. This person's rep- reputation is not trustworthy. Like mm-hmm. just all of these different things. I think that's something to greatly take note of mm-hmm. um, and vice versa. Like if you're having people speak super highly, like, yeah, I've seen him whenever he's not around you. Yeah. I've seen him serving. I've seen him plugged in. I've seen him loving people well. I've seen him like whenever it's just me and him in the dorm and like the conversations that we're having are so life-giving. Mm-hmm. Like that's also something to take as weighty um, mm-hmm. because the people that know him well and love you well are going to speak the truth. So it's something mm-hmm. to give a good ear to, I think. Yeah. And I think I love how we're talking about the now of what we're seeing now mm-hmm. because everybody's got a past. There may be like, I mean, yeah. I'm so glad Emma did not meet me in high school or <laughs> in whatever, just because uh, I mean, that was not the right person to be getting married to <laughs> or to be dating or to be whatever, like the red flags everywhere over, over on this side. And so in that, but I'm, I'm being able to speak to Emma and she's asking me like, Oh, how'd you come to know Christ? Well, I'm, I'm telling you all about my past. I'm telling you all about this, this, what God brought me through. And I'm, and I'm being able to show you the friends I have now. Mm-hmm. And I'm being able to th- show you the word that I'm in now. Um, and I'm being able to show you how God brought me through that. Yeah. So there is a, like, it's okay if, if there's a, a tattered past in this per se but like but where are they at in the moment because that's what we're talking about Mm -hmm. is this is this a relationship i want to pursue now not is this a relationship i want to pursue five years ago or five years from now but like right now is this something and is that a red flag if they're still living in their past Mm -hmm. yeah very good point and something too that i thought of was the importance that you are not on a pedestal like that you are not that other person's Mm, everything which for a fancy term that there's not codependency like Mm -hmm. if that person is finding their identity their worth their value hang on you hanging on every single word that you say like you are their everything I would say that that's something to that needs to be worked through, something that you need to take note of because that is not healthy. And it mm-hmm. may for a split second feel like, wow, I am their queen. Like I feel so special. I feel so valued. Over time, it's not going to feel that way. It's going to be, oh my goodness, like <laughs> I feel like I can't do anything right and I can't enjoy this relationship with this person because Mm -hmm. they're not confident in who they are Mm -hmm. um and that's when you need interdependence where both Mm -hmm. people are confident in who in who God made them to be therefore they can come together and enjoy enjoy each other Mm -hmm. um so I think that that's even something that we worked through so I'm not Mm -hmm. saying like oh I can't date you I'm Mm -hmm. just saying like that is something that like needs to be worked through yeah. um needs to be i needs to be called out mm-hmm. because that's not something that can carry on and do well <laughs> no and that's even a hard search in your own self mm-hmm. um if you're listening you're kind of thinking well <laughs> i may have that red flag for myself that is a really good heart search before you yeah. start dating i'm saying all right where am i at like mm-hmm. is this am i am i in a good space to actually go and be in a relationship yeah. Um, so yeah, I think those are some really good red flags, uh, something just to look out for and questions to ask. And 
uh, conversations to be had mm-hmm. um, and be graceful <laughs> grace filled yeah. with yourself be graceful with others love Jesus get in the word mm-hmm. have wise counsel around you get plugged into your church I think those are your biggest things that will ever help you in, in making a decision and walking alongside people um, yeah. there's nothing better you could do than that Mm-hmm. I, I really hope that this conversation is just really encouraging. I know I love these conversations because it makes my heart happy just getting to reflect on our own journey. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, God has brought us so far. Like, wow, how sweet were those seasons. Wow, God has taught us so much. And so we're coming on here not knowing everything, but sharing so much of what we've learned and are still learning from seasons we've walked through. And we pray that they meet you right where you're at and help you navigate your current season really well and the seasons ahead of you really well. And I just want to just copycat what Josh said that like Mm -hmm. when it comes to red flags and green flags, I think make sure that you have godly people around you, godly advisors around Mm -hmm. you that you're seeking the Lord in prayer. God will never contradict his word. Mm -hmm. So go to his word and hold up your relationship, hold up that potential relationship to the word of God, to the godly counsel that you're hearing, cover it in prayer because God is never going to lead you astray. Oh. I read the other day that he guides us along the best path for our life. He is our advisor and he watches over you. He is your protector. He won't lead you into harm. Um, okay. So ultimately, I pray this podcast leads you to the word to go and see what God has to say about healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Guys, we love y'all so much. Let us know in the comments if you happen to go to a goat farm. <laughs> Bye, <laughs> Bye <y'all>. guys. <laughs> <laughs>